Since 2015, it's been our pleasure entertaining you from brass commentary, controversial interviews, and sexy cave crushes. We have given you our all. We've seen other shows come and watch them go. But Inside the Cave is still here. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorance. Guaranteed. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests in Cave Crush Interviews. It's time to go inside the cave. Three Lee Films. All right, here we go. Welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com, cavecrushshop.com. Listen to us everywhere Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're back on iHeartRadio. Uh, we bounced off for a while because they had technical issues, but we're back inside the cave. The, your favorite podcast is back. Great couple weeks. Once again, shout out to all the new subscribers. I'll get to you in a second. The ones that actually sent something in. But uh, shout out to all the new subscribers that have joined over the past couple weeks and got us ranked right back on iTunes, on the iTunes chart, where we belong, where we're supposed to be, where we should be. All right, I'll explain all that in a little bit. I am CB at I'm the Real CB, and next to me today is the country rap tune, which will be coming back very soon. I'll explain that in a little bit. The Southern Baby, Big Dog. What's up with it, man? Big Dog in the building. The country rap tune will be back next week. It's about that time. I'll explain to you all how to be back real soon. The breasts, I mean, I'm sorry. The best co-host there is the lovely, the beautiful, the talented Cat. Hello, everybody. Okay. I don't know where Sly is, but I call Cat. Well, actually, Sly is in the Dominican Republic, but I had an issue this weekend, and the only person I could call was Cat. She answered the phone and and did like Veli used to do, and just listened to me for about ten minutes. So, thank you, Cat. Only ten? Yeah, just ten. All I needed was like ten minutes from her. She she listened to me. I had man, something, man. I'll, I'll tell y'all about it later, but yeah. <clears throat> but I, I will say this I will start taking Kat more serious On this show, the stuff she talks about Alright uh, Send your feedback in to the one and only Cousin Lamar Yo, what's good? What's up everybody? What's good? What's good? Yes, please send your feedback Inside the Cave Podcast at gmail.com To Cousin Lamar uh, we're Not doing feedback this week we'll, I do have a couple things we need to talk about But uh We'll get to it next week. And the Cleese Report podcast making his return, Brother Roland. What's good? What's good? What's good? I'm here in short supply today. What's that Got mean? deadlines to meet. What does that mean, short supply? It meaning I'll be here for a short time. Oh, okay. I'm pull well. a cat on y'all after a certain segment, I'm out. Uh, well, you need to stay for one segment because I'm about to pop up a uh, Cleese Report on you. And uh, you not. I listened be... to last week's show. I think I know what you're talking no, about. Oh, you don't ahead. have you don't have no idea because it just came to my head about an hour ago. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it is very dangerous. But my sparring partner is back. You know, you know how uh, you guys, uh, Big Dog and uh, and Roland, you guys probably understand this better than the Red. Maybe Cat too probably understand this the best. You know, how you had that one kid 
it gets on your nerves when he's at home and then all of a sudden he leaves goes away to college or just moves out then you're like damn i missed that kid that's how i feel about rolling when he's here he gets on my nerves but when he's gone i'm like damn i miss rolling but welcome back rolling to inside the cave all right let me get some some important information for everybody real quick inside the cave podcast will be moving soon to inside the cave radio on indie central radio uh I'll give you the information next week on how you can listen to us live. Uh, but yeah, you can listen to the show live on Indie Central, and then the podcast will be available the following Monday. Uh, so shout out to Indie Central and the Gossip and Heifers for welcoming us to their platform. And uh, all the new subscribers as well. Let me give a shout out to a couple of them that said something. Uh, Nyriel, Valerie, Corey, Charles, and Ryu, I guess. Shout out to y'all. Thanks for listening to Inside the Cave. Quick uh, quick feedback. I wasn't going to do anything, but uh, Lance wants to know, when are we going back to having our show on Friday? I just said that we'll be doing uh, Indie Central. I'll give you all the information. Uh, you can listen to us on Indie Central Radio on Fridays, but the podcast will still be up on the following Monday. Actually, no, I'll take. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Saturdays, Saturday morning will be up. Sorry, sorry. We'll do, we're a Saturday morning show. Sorry about that. All right, remind me to edit that and fix all that shit out. I'm sorry, I got shit mixed up. All right. Also, want to give a shout. Out. Oh, and, and then Lance asked, uh, "What happened to the sports update? The Big Herd sports update?" I have been avoiding this question for almost a year. Does anybody want to tell Lance what happened to the Big Herd Sports Update? I think now is about the time we should tell our audience what happened to the, especially the audience who's been listening to us from the, or the since the beginning. What happened to the Big Herd Sports Update? Anybody want to say? I know Joe Dirt. If he was here, he would say it. Anybody else want to say? Cat, you want to Ooh. say what happened to the Big Herd Sports Update? Who? <laughs> well, you. You remember that? You remember that episode of Martin, where where Gina's best friend came on and was talking all that smack about what she did <laughs> and all that stuff, and uh, Martin had his show hanging on. That's that's the sports Grand, that's the sports uh, update. Raise point. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better than that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And if you ain't a Martin fan, you you ain't getting none of that. But it looks like by the laughs, everybody <laughs> on the show seen at least 85, 90% of every Martin show, right? Yeah. If, if you're listening to our show and you ain't a Martin fan, let's just start off early and you give yourself a kill yourself. Kill yourself and start off. <laughs> yeah. I've been avoiding that question for a while because I was like, it was kind of embarrassing. I didn't want to say anything. But, uh, yeah, I can't sum it up better than what Roland just said. <laughs> uh, but we'll we will be bringing back some kind of sports update in the very near future. But uh, what you say what happened to him again, Roland? That was pretty good. Nice to see Some uh, uh, Gina's girlfriend from back in the day came on, came to visit, and was puffing herself up to be this and that. And Martin got to the bottom of. Uh, she wasn't all she was saying she was. Like, one real y'all. She was and they she caught was her eating ribs. 
And they yeah, we had people. We had people on the show feeling like Mark was like, "Man, I don't trust this shit. Something ain't right." Yeah, right, well, right. a lot of people did bring it up to me, so I guess I gotta <laughs> blame myself before I pass the. So blame. you was so basically you was Gina. I was Gina on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was Gina on that one. Cat, you really hey, don't even know what the hell we talking about. Yeah, like, huh? Hey, what? But in the words of old girl, I'd have kicked your little fake fancy ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and Pam, yeah. Right, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming he must have ate some ribs. Is that what he did? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> in, in the words of Pimp C, that nigga counterfeit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys are nailing it. I couldn't say it better than that. I've been yeah. avoiding this for over a year, so. Hey, CB, it sounds like we playing um, Family Feud and everybody just giving their answers. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think, hold on. If, 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 if dog is the leader, he at the head of the thing, we gonna go with what the dog said. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no wrong answer. <laughs> no wrong answer. Where's Steve Harvey at? Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. All right, so that's what happened, Lance. Uh, but we'll bring some kind of uh, sports update back soon. Also, I want to give a shout out to Jay Davis, who enjoys the last night in Vegas sketch, and he told us to work on our acting, but keep that segment going. For those who don't know, Jay Davis has a couple movies, so if he's entertained by the shit that we just started just playing around, and then next year, you know, we end up getting an actress on and participated. So, hey, what do you guys think about last night in Vegas? It's actually going pretty good. What do you think, in my opinion? Uh, where you get the intro music from, it's kind of funny for some reason. It's like catchy, funny, like, because it's not something nobody else has. So it's like we got our own type of, you know what I'm saying, thing. Yeah, I was actually trying to get someone to sing. It was going to be last night in Vegas, da, 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 last night in Vegas. But I couldn't find nobody to do it, and I didn't want to do it. So I just found the corniest music I could find. And then I was just, you just did. <laughs> you just did do it. <laughs> There you go. And go ahead and kill yourself and start over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can get Kat to sing it. <laughs> Damn. Kat said she got a narrate and sing the opening. <laughs> Kat, I was, like, uh, in a minute, I'm going to be doing it all myself. CB going to be like, just record everybody's part and send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you trying to make, you trying to make, uh, you trying to make, uh, uh, <laughs> She got to sing the introduction and be the actress on the show. Uh, well, listen, your pay not going up and you still ain't getting them W-2s. So. Uh, uh, they coming, Cap. They coming. I you get, you get one W-2. I think them W-2s is, well, we're going to start off with a W-1. I think they coming pretty soon. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. I ain't got no merch. I ain't got no T-shirts. I ain't got no web page. We got to get you a real... Ain't no yeah. gray pants page for me. Like y'all got the cave crush page. Like I'm really disenfranchised. Roland, work on her great a gray pants page for it, Roland. What you say? Well, I'm gonna tell you like this. I, first of all, I don't troll for men's penises. One pause, <laughs> and number two, I don't even own sweatpants. So that should oh. tell you something right there. Oh, okay. All we right. need to make a cave crush cat bonnet. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Cause all the women win now. If we, hey, real talk, yeah, dog, we gonna have to work on that a bonnet, a inside I'm with that, bonnet. The bonnet chronicles, uh, ladies, we gonna start us a bonnet chronicles. Send your finest, sexiest bonnet pictures in to inside the cave. Hey, we get Tammy from uh, Housewives. Hey, we get that's Housewives in there. 
I mean, in real life, uh, out of 100 African-American women, 99 and a half of them have a bonnet on and the other, other, other half got do-rags on, so. Well, first we're gonna say right now, two things. Number one, if you're wearing a do-rag, stop that shit, it's breaking your hair off. Get you a silk bonnet, girl, stop being cheap. Number two is, a bonnet is for in the motherfucking house. It's not to run to the store real quick. It's not to pick up your daughter from daycare. It ain't to uh, go pay the, the taxi cab driver dropping that broke nigga off. In the house, honey. It's not just for dropping your children off at school. Preach. Thank you. Thank you. That is a the great PSA, Roland. All right, let's get this show started real quick. Uh, we got First of all, we got two Cats Corners this week. Uh, one came out of nowhere. The other one I told you about last week. We're talking about pregnant pussy. As Joe Dirt says, do you like it? Do you love it? Do you can't do something else without Some of you said it was pretty cool how you said it. All right. And uh, like I said, last night in Vegas as well. All right. Uh, I want to start the show off with this. The word of the day. And the, today's word of the day is it's actually an acronym. And I want to see, does anybody except Veli and maybe Sly know what this acronym means? CFMs. CFMs. Also no CFMS, but called CFMs. Does anybody know what CFMs are? Sure do. I know you do. Does anybody on this show, <laughs> with the exception of Veli, know what CFMs are? I know Cat. I hope Cat know. Cat, please tell me you know. This is very important to you for you to know what CFMs are. No, Veli, you want to tell her what CFMs are? I, I, I restrain CB. Actually, Veli know, but St. Andrew had never heard that shit before. Oh, that's right. Roland, do you know what CFMs are? I'm not real good at acronyms, man. I just Big dog. NAACP. Nope. Come on, we just we just got to talk about Mark. GD got the draw, so you got to know what <laughs> Yeah, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. All right, this is very important. I want all our Inside the Cave listeners, especially the women, to know what this is. CFMs are called Come Fuck Me Shoes. Yes, Come Fuck Me Shoes. That's how we're starting to show off right now. Ladies, you have to get yourself some CFMs. Now, we're not just talking about basic high heels. We're not just talking about a, a four-inch pump or anything like that. CFMs are certain type of shoe that screams, come fuck me. Ladies, you have to have a pair. Hey, if, you, if you 85, a kitten heel might say that shit. <laughs> Seriously. Kitten heels. You gotta get you a pair of come Some fuck me shoes. Some motherfucking slides might say that shit. You so got to have the come fuck me shoes. And the come fuck me shoes, the come fuck me shoes are not really made for wearing. Not really made for walking, I should say. All you need to have them on, they're used to uh, as a grip for men. Uh, if he's in a, what, what, what position would you say we, we would use that uh, you need to, need to grab that heel in, uh, Belly? Well, you know the position better than me. What, what position would that be? Um, I'm gonna go with D, all of the above. All of the above, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So yes, ladies, if you haven't learned anything else in the first 10 minutes of Inside the Cave, get you a pair of Come Fuck Me shoes. Now, Kat, do you have any Come Fuck Me shoes in the, uh, in your closet? I hope you do. No, CB, I actually don't need those because I have a vagina. So if I want to fuck, I just have a vagina. That's it. She got flip-flops in the bonnet, nigga. She don't need nothing else. It's for the culture, Kat. It's for the culture. You got to get them for the culture. 
<laughs> you talking shit because uh, if she butt naked with some goddamn uh, rain boots on, you still hitting it. So it don't really matter. They still CFMs, no matter. <laughs> Gotta get the come fuck me shoes. Gotta get the come fuck me shoes. You, you with me, dog? Gotta get the come fuck me shoes, right, dog? Like I'm trying to think really like a position. And any position I'm in, you're gonna get stabbed in the fucking eye or something. Like this no, is like why bring weapons into the bed? Oh, that's not true. That's not true. There's a there's a whole bunch of positions where you can just grab that shoe and then you can actually use it like a steering wheel and just like adjust yourself and turn yourself and Oh yeah, you gotta get the come fuck me shoes. It, it, but that it, sound like you need accessories. Sound like a you problem. If you gotta have extra stuff with you, that sound like you're coming with a deficiency. You, you should wanna, believe in yourself. It's about excitement. Props. Yeah, I need props. Yeah, Where I like are you entertaining this bullcrap? Oh come on, Roland. You telling me you don't you don't like the come fuck me shoes? If the come fuck me shoes wasn't that important, strippers wouldn't wear them, right? Aha! Aha! Uh, and they actually, they actually wear them. I mean, but heels are kind of like makeup for the legs, you know. Like, We're not you should really want to see her in her natural state. Because if she's got heels on, it may look like she's thicker or she's something else. And then she take them off and she got cankles. Like, you should definitely check them out. Or, you know, yeah, I'm sorry, cat. I take a cat. heel over makeup. Cat, there's no way for it. I don't care how sexy a heel is, you can't hide cankles. I'm sorry. <laughs> The cankles is still fucking cankles. <laughs> no, she's trying to strip her some easy spirits. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just saying, if you got some crocs, but exactly. you know how to twerk, you could twerk in some crocs if you know what you're doing. Absolutely. you just going to look like trailer trash. That's all. <laughs> all right, let's get into this uh, news, rumors, gossip, and reality with Cat. News, rumors, gossip, and reality with Cat on Inside the Cave. Doing it big right now. drops a video showing himself in the Oval Office with Melania Trump. The White House is now calling for a ban on T.I.'s music, as if anybody in the White House is listening to T.I. How would y'all feel about T.I.? Uh, new, I don't know, was this a music video? What was it? Promote? What was that ad? I don't know. It was dope, though. I liked it. It's kind of like a, just a promotion ad, it seemed like, just to add a spoof. I like the main yeah. thing he said at the end was, I ain't Kanye. <laughs> That's what he told Trump, I ain't Kanye. Roland, how'd you feel about that? I know you don't care about politics, but what'd you think about that video? I, I think it was stupid. I, I, I mean, you, how can you, sh listen, explain something to me. Can you go down onto where, wherever city you at, where that hose is jumping in cars and doing sexual things for $20. Is there any way for you to really shame a female that's doing that? I mean, she's at her lowest point, right? I mean, it is what it is. You jumping in and out of cars all night, giving $20 blowjobs. I mean, you can't walk up on her and say no foul stuff, right? So how is T.I. shaming a hoe? Like, <laughs> She was, she's, she's, a, she was naked or she got naked pictures. Wait, who, who's so, on the hoe? That's one of them. Melania. Oh, Melania, okay. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, what did he depict? He depicted the truth. Like, it was, it's like, it's not like, it's not like they were talking about 
uh, Jackie Kennedy Onassis or some shit like that. They wasn't talking about some prim and proper woman, some woman that deserves to be respected. You talking about a woman who took her clothes off and let somebody take photographs of her. So how can she be shamed? I'm just confused. I, I'm, you know, I'm Mr. You know, for lack of a better term, feminist. I'm behind the women. I love to support my women, especially my black women. But man, we call a spade a spade around here. T.I., you didn't really do anything. And I question the very point of why you did it because T.I., we know you an agent. Nigga, you got caught with an arsenal of weapons and you out <laughs> where they do that at. Dang. So whoever's listening to T.I., need they head examined. T.I. worked for the other team. Okay. You heard it here first. But I actually heard him say on another show that uh, that, that that whole statement was bullshit because of how, how much money it cost for him to even beat that case. But, I mean, Beanie Siegel said it too. You don't beat, ca- listen, you don't beat cases with money. You beat cases with agreements. Ass <laughs> <laughs> OJ. When he, he beat one case and they got his ass on another case. That was nothing. You don't beat cases with money. You beat them with agreements. All right, that's that's clever right there. You can't come back from that. Anybody else got anything on that? How, Kat, how'd you feel about T.I.'s video depicting Melania as uh I mean, I don't, uh, I don't think that it's a, a disrespectful thing if he was trying to disrespect her because she's disrespectful to herself thing. But I, de- I, I think maybe what he was trying to do was uh, show that not all rappers feel the same way one rapper does. I think that was what he was trying to be like the counter, you know, Kanye and, and be a voice, I guess, for those who didn't feel like he should have gone there. So I, I, I didn't think much of it. Like it wasn't revolutionary in that sense. I liked it though. All right. Another news rapper Pusha T claims producer 40 is the one who told him about Drake's son. I found this story interesting because Drake believes that Kanye is the one that snitched on him and talked about his son. So uh, what do you guys feel about that? I mean, man, you know, it's one of them deals where it was, I don't know, bro. Pillow talk. Pillow talk to the wrong female. I think, uh, I don't know, man. He kind of, it seemed like he kind of confided in Kanye and Kanye kind of broke the bro, the bro code in a sense, I guess. Yeah. And Pusha T trying to cover it up. Yeah. Well, I, I think that Drake might be trying to cover up the fact that he might have got with old girl for a hot minute or something because Kanye's in this, in this mindset, which we know he's mentally unstable to begin with. He actually believed that Drake slept with Kim or at least that that song Kiki was about her. So who, who hasn't slept with Kim? That's exactly famous. Right? Again, how can you shame a hoe? A, a hoe's a hoe. Like true. <laughs> yeah. And I want to quote uh, Aunt Lindsay. Uh, he said, "Y'all out here paying and pillow talking. Can't do both. Can't do both. Pick one." Yeah. Real real niggas not doing it either. I like that aunt. All right. Uh, well, Hold on. Time out. What was this? What was the statement? He said, "Y'all out here paying and pillow talking. Can't do both, bro. Pick one. Real niggas not doing either." 
Oh, right, right. I like the last part. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the church, Aunt Lindsay. All right, here we go. This is uh, Dennis Hoff, the owner of the Bunny Ranch, dead at the age of 72. Now, he was actually running for Republican senator or Republican congressman or something like that, too. So he's an owner. What was that? That's how I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's on the ballot, and they and they said they're actually keeping him on the ballot. So if he wins, the governor would pick uh, a Republican replacement if he wins. But he is still going to be. Is on. that the equivalent of not none of the above? Yeah, well, I tell you what, it's almost like what you said. Your vote don't matter matter because if <laughs> if people are voting for someone who's dead, <laughs> gonna pick. is it? It's a Travis here mockery. Is what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's bullshit. They shouldn't even say that. Like, it's crazy. That's too. That's how they treat. Mockery. That's how they treat your process. Your democratic process. You ain't lying. Just leave a dead person on. What? Uh, what's his funeral gonna be like, Avelli? Don't know the Bunny Ranch. What do you expect out of his funeral? Um, all half naked pallbearers, maybe. Uh, what's, what was that song? That house song. There's some hoes in this house. It's gonna be a lot of hoes in that house, in that church. The house of God. The house of God. Be a lot of sweating in that church too. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, if 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 it's any if it's ran anything like it was 15, 20 years ago when he was on when they was uh, on HBO, mm-hmm. um, you might not want to go there without a blindfold because them chicks didn't look that great. Really. Yeah, they look like a bunch of um, uh, girls that ate ice cream and had bonbons all the time or something. Hey. Yeah. Um, I want to read you guys the quote uh, that he said about himself. Dennis Hoff is the Trump of Parkham, uh, he said, describing the way people spoke about him in the most populous town in his district. He's rich, he's famous, he's got nerves of steel, and he likes hot girls. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's one of Trump's homies. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Oh yeah, speaking of well, anyway, all right. Uh, let's get into this. Kanye West says last week we didn't get we we talked about Kanye West was meeting with Trump, but it it went more than just having a lunch. Kanye West actually said that Trump is his daddy. Uh, he expressed all type of love for Trump and even. Jim, what's that? Jim Brown was looking crazy. Saturday Night Live did it, but I just wanted to see what y'all thought about that whole spectacle last week. Just Kanye. Like Rose just said, he's uh, mentally unstable. Just yeah. look at the outfit he, he had on the Africa the other day. <laughs> he is not right. Ever since his well, mom passed away, man, he ain't been the same. True. I think everybody's using that as an excuse, but but that's when everything started to change, though. That's when he started messing with Amber. He he started doing shit he wasn't doing prior to that. <clears throat> but let me and ask he, y'all this: He was already a certain way before she passed, but it's like he he took it up a notch just uh, consistently after she passed away. Well, let me ask y'all this: Y'all, you Chicagoans. Um, what was Kanye? Was he raised in the hood? From what I understood, his mom had like a doctorate or something. She was, they she had a couple dollars. You know what I'm saying? In, he was born in Atlanta. Now, uh, I think he, right. He's from he, Chicago. He, he originally wasn't born here. But what I'm saying is, is when he was raised in Chicago, was was he in the worst neighborhood in the city? You didn't hear of that. 
you never yeah, heard it. And everything wasn't as bad as it was as it is Damn. now back then. Y'all missing the point I'm trying to make. Kanye's he, not us. He didn't nah. come up rough. Kanye came up pretty good. Kanye, Kanye came up this huh? No, no, I ain't mean to cut you. I was about to say Kanye spent summers out of the country because of his mother. Okay, so he was the college the quote air quotes college dropout wearing uh, the polo shirts, the double polo shirts. That was, when you wore the double polo, you was really prepping. You, you know what I'm saying? He was the roll your bugle boy jeans up type dude with the boat shoes, okay? So I don't know why we keep trying to identify, and I exposed this on one of my platforms a while back. Kanye's always been this way, okay? When he got with Jay-Z and he did the Beats thing and they opened the door for him, he didn't change into them. He just bought his time until he can be himself again. You see what I'm saying? Kanye wasn't no hood dude. Kanye don't have no alliance or no allegiance to nobody black in the hood. He's a he's 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 practically a black white guy. So him desiring to be rub elbows, the reason why he he did the Confederate flag shit, he wanted to be in his fashion realm and they kept pushing him away. Get your black ass out of here. We don't want you here. So he devised a plan to try to rub elbows with these elite. And this is the way he's trying to do it now. It's through Trump. He don't give a shit about no policies and politics. You know what I really believe though, Roland? I really believe that Kanye got kicked out of hip hop and in order to, because you know, you know how some people just get kicked out and you don't hear from them no more? I think Kanye was one of them. And he realized that, and that's how he built that relationship with Trump, so he can stay relevant. Because they had kicked him out of hip hop, just like they kicked but out. That, but the logic behind that makes no sense. Why would, why would somebody who was supposedly on the black side flip flop just to stay relevant? That's stupid. Now, that um, because his manager is Chris Jenner. Like, is this is? I mean, I I do want to just say, and I, I'm, you know, Chris Rock said in his latest stand up about like. Trump is for rich people. And because Chris Rock is rich, he feels what Trump be saying a lot of times. So I think that these are um, class issues that we don't know anything about. Meaning, because I am not rich, I don't understand what the fuck is happening in the White House. But people who have a lot of money invested, people who are wealthy, people who are into politics as a business, this is definitely hot times. It's like the market is hot right now for politics and so you know we we have to remember a lot of times like it's just their job it's his job to stay relevant however he needs to and i think we looked too deep into it and and was foolishly expecting kanye to go in and do something magical i did not believe at any point in that meeting something magical was going to happen i knew it was going to be insanity so i think we got to get a little bit more realistic with ourselves and just understand that some of these issues are distractions you yep. know like it yeah, wasn't that's we're still word. talking about but in real life everything that got signed that day everything that was agreed upon that day the other meetings that trump had are the concerns of the people I, you know, I agree so with that. It's all one yeah. distraction, Cat. I just don't know what it's a distraction from. That's what we're trying to figure out. But I agree with you on it that. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be a distraction from a specific thing. All of all of this stuff is a distraction to keep us off of our. I'll give an example, right? 
um, when we were when we when we were on the gossip and heifers, she said something about voting that was very 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 important that I think a lot of people missed, and it could leave somebody like me tongue tied. What's up, Sly? It could leave somebody like me tongue tied. She said, if if voting didn't matter, then why do they fight so hard to stop us from voting? And my answer is. It's a distraction. It's to make you believe that your vote really, that they really give a damn about your vote. I just had a very, very intelligent conversation in my city with an edit, uh, a retired editorial writer for the newspaper. And this man said everything that I was gonna say, except for he never acknowledged the race problem in the city. He talked about bridging gaps he talked about connecting neighborhoods and this is for the lower east side which is a predominantly black neighborhood but he was afraid to say the words that it was a race and a class issue but he leaned towards the class issue so we don't want to acknowledge these things because we want to stay distracted when you go and cast a vote what else do you do you cast a vote and you go sit down so we look at Kanye to say keep going. You're not going to rant about not voting. I'm so sorry. You're not going to do it. You know why I'm voting? I'm voting because so many of our people are in jail and don't know who locked them up. True. That bothers me. True. That is a judge. True. His job is based on votes. So if you're having problems with attorneys, prosecutors, True. judges in your city, True. At least know their fucking name. True. That's why I'm, I'm I have a specific reason. Thank you. So you're not going to do that here. You can have your side, but I do want the other side to be clear that there is a purpose to vote. That is true. And your purpose don't amount to anything if you just vote and go home and sit down. Man, That's you better stop thing. it. You're not going, I will not allow you to sit here and tell me what I feel doesn't matter. That is not your place. It is to my place. And even it's if fact. it's for me, stop it. Even if it's for me it's to know the name of that judge, even if it's for me to know his name, that matters to somebody incarcerated by this person wrongly. Because this person don't think I know his name, but I do. Judge so and so, and I work in circles too. So when I come across Judge so and so, I can mention to my other influential friends. Man, that judge really treated my homeboy wrong. And because well, I'm in What does that have to do with voting? Because, because I vote on judges, Roland. What? You vote on what judges. Judges, judges are on the ballot. I understand that, but that's not what I said. See, you are make saying y'all make this an emotional My vote does not matter. And I'm telling you, even if they don't count that piece of paper, the name of the judges the people we don't even know who's in charge we don't know anyone's name how can we say or do anything if we're not knowledgeable and at least the vote makes you knowledgeable if you don't want to know that's fine but what we will not do what we will read a newspaper and get knowledgeable what we will not do you don't know what happens because you don't vote so you don't see what's on the ballot i'm 46 years old you act like i never cast you don't see what the other thing absolutely on a a voting ballot you're saying i don't vote 
All right. I so, said I don't vote now. I'm 46 years old. I voted for plenty of presidents. I voted for plenty, plenty of judges. I voted for plenty of mayors. If you I haven't done it, you shouldn't speak on it. Excuse me? If you haven't done it recently, we shouldn't speak on it. Because this is based on, you are not voting based on your experience. That is a personal issue. No, it's not a personal issue. It's a fact. Your vote yes, that is a personal matter. fact for you. But the fact that you matter. are a disgruntled voter has nothing to do with somebody extending right. their right. All right, we're talking in circles. But that's now. not we what I'm saying. All right, we're talking. You can, you can extend your right all you want. I'm not telling people not to vote. I'm saying if you go to the voting booth and then you vote and then you go home and do nothing, what did you do? What did you actually do? If you're but not if you don't even go at all, what did you do? Council, if you didn't if go at all, what did you do if somebody went? You didn't go at all. No, 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 wait, no, 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 Roland. I do agree with you on that because there's people that read the Bible and know the Bible, but they don't they don't act on what they believe in or what they claim to believe in. So, see, me and you agree on certain stuff like that because that's how I feel about these people that know the Bible. You know the Bible so well, but then you don't you don't act out the Bible. Just like me, so yeah, I guess you're right about that. We agree on it when it comes to stuff like that. All right, let's move on because uh, we got to get ready for radio. We can't keep talking in circles no more. This is the He Too movement, fellas. Your voice deserves to be heard. Speak up and speak out with the He Too movement on Inside the Cake. Hashtag Me Too. A woman, cat, sent me an article for the He Too movement. And this week, another woman sent me an article for the He Too movement. And this woman happens to be my wife. It's strange because a lot of women are starting to realize that the Me Too movement is starting to turn into a lot of bullshit. And to quote the great Malcolm X, when he came back from, uh, Roland, help me, help me with this. When Malcolm X came Mecca. back from Mecca, right, he said that white people can help and participate, but they can't join. Is that correct? Yes, he did. Okay, good. And this is what I want to say about the next member of the He Too movement, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, you can help, you can participate, but you're not going to be allowed to join because you are a woman. But I want to drop uh, this article. It comes from AOL Entertainment. Whoopi Goldberg dropped a bomb on the Me Too movement during talk in the lead in Leeds, England on Saturday. The Outspoken View co-host ranted that women need to admit they use their sexuality to land films, roles, and awards. Goldberg, 62 years old, said, now there's some things my mother always said to me that I knew were true. It's like if some guy said, we're gonna have a meeting in my hotel room, you don't fucking go. You don't go. This is a woman saying this. And if you do, cop to it. Say, that's right. I went up there and had sex with that ugly ass man so I can get an Oscar and a Tony. Am I talking about myself? Whoopi says, no. We have to teach young women better, she said. Goldberg isn't afraid to speak her mind. She once startled the View fans by defending Bill Cosby soon came out against the comedian saying on there all the information as out there kind of points to guilt it looks bad for bill but i think the most important thing here's what she said gober who has often been a loose cannon on her morning talk show noted apparently american white men are angry 
because they're top of the food chain. They can't get anything they fucking want, but it's not enough. So they're coming after women. Women are saying, are you kidding me? You can't put this genie back in the bottle. Women are not taking any bullshit. The only thing I differ with her on this is that this Me Too movement is not about all women and all men. This is about white men and white women. Because as I'm going to talk about later on, Kobe Bryant just got banned from a film festival. I got that from the Shade Room. Why? Because he had accusations of rape in 2003. So it's it's okay for you to be president with accusations of rape, but you can't go to a film festival with accusations of rape. And all it was was an accusation. And we all know that just like Whoopi said, she went to that room willingly. Kobe ain't rape her. Most men, most celebrity men aren't raping women. It's It's a payday for most people. Sorry, I had to say it and break it to you, but that's the truth. So once again, I want to thankfully add Whoopi Goldberg as a uh, participant and supporter of the He Too movement. Not the He Too movement started by Trump and the Republican Party, but the original He Too movement by CB and Inside the Cave. Ah. What do you think about that, Kat? I can't believe you allowed him to finish that big dog. What are you talking about? This is facts. You telling me you don't? What do you disagree with what he said? I, I mean, I, I I disagree with a few things, um, and more importantly, that celebrity men ain't raping women. I mean that that is just a foolish statement from the from the jump right there. Um, the the difference between somebody who supports Bill Cosby in some regard and what happened to Kobe Bryant is is that we're talking about a span of many, many, many years. And we're not even talking about Kavanaugh because Kavanaugh is another situation. I'm talking about celebrity women or not budding actresses going into a room and getting a benefit, regardless if they were raped or not, they stayed quiet, received the benefit and then when the benefit didn't benefit them no more, then they came out with their accusation. Right. So right. Bill Cosby could very much well be a rapist. I've never denied that. Right. My problem is, is you should not be able to bring a charge like that after benefiting from it. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about the women who are traumatized, who stay silent, and then 10 years later, they just can't deal with the stress no more. I'm not even talking about them. I'm not talking about women that go through these, you know, uh, through my therapist, I finally worked up the nerve. They, I ain't talking about that. Those women are traumatized. I'm talking about a woman who made a decision, took a benefit, and when the benefit ran out, she wanted to make a charge. Well, that's, what Whoop, that's, that's what Whoopi said in the article. That's what she said. She said, you went up there willingly and- this- That's not what she's saying. That's what she said. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm reading what she said. Women I'm need to no, take responsibility for their own actions. You said, what I said is what she said. What I said is not what she said. She said that she went up there and knew what she was getting into and that she's the cause of her getting raped. That's wrong. I don't give a damn if she went up there at two in the morning, butt ass naked. That doesn't give a man a right to rape her. That's bullshit. But I think, 
I think what she's trying that's to not say. What she's saying, in terms that's not what she's saying. I don't know what, what Roland did. I don't know. Right. The way I heard it was. Okay. Help me, please. The only way that we can really have a movement is if all of the women are on the same accord. Honestly. Meaning none of us are going to the casting couch. Because right. some of us that do go to the casting couch give the impression that all of us are like that. So rape happens when, and again, most rapists, this is not their first time. So it's a habitual thing where they have, there have been plenty of women, you're right, who willfully, Bill Cosby might've put one pill. She say, no nah, nigga, drop three more. A bitch finna turn up. It might have been some willfully waking up, just excited to be in his presence. But then there were some who weren't. And when you're when you're sick, when you're not sure, you know, of, of your reality, and that happens a lot with celebrities, where you think you're higher than you really are, you're just a person, in your mind is something wrong with her because she is upset. So there there are two types of women in this situation, the true real victims, and then the ones that are doing it, and you're right, not saying anything, taking the money and run, not having any emotional ties to it at all, coming up out the woodworks for no reason. Uh, they're, they're, you're right. And so I think what she was trying to say was, hey ladies, we all have to make a choice because it's very difficult for us to crucify men for something that some of us are totally allowing. And that's kind of what she was saying to the ladies who do choose. I think she was speaking to the ones who are okay with the casting couch. There are well, quite a few this. women who are okay with it. Let, let me ask you this. There's hey, a, there's well, a, let me say one thing before you get into that. Go ahead. What's going on on social media right now? Everybody's being judgmental. No, I'm not talking about that part. As far as with the uh, Instagram models and all that shit. Oh, they everybody's sell, showing they that. Pussy. Yeah, they selling pussy. Yeah. So... That's kind of like the uh, the norm right now, right? Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Okay. I just want to put that out there before you get By the way, your, I got uh, feedback on that. I got a, a a sibling that's close to, or I should say, I shouldn't say a sibling, someone that's close to me who is another woman who says, please be careful because I know you guys joke around with the cave crush questions, but how do you know 20 years from now when those women are not hot anymore? This is what someone just told me Saturday. How do you know when those women are not hot anymore and they realize that, the, and you guys might be more successful, Successful, they might say that you sexually harassed them for, 45, for a 45 minute interview. Like these are real women that are like realizing the bullshit. Like this is a woman that came to me and said that. And I was right. like, so, so I follow this, this kind of B-level comedian female um she's real funny um she's out there in la and she she makes these little um videos and puts them on her page and she was she told a story about how she gets a phone call from a little girl that you know her little boy messes with or whatever and it's the father and the father says can you please tell your son to not be over my house when nobody's here and she she was like, okay, okay, okay. And he's like, well, why do you keep saying okay? I mean, I'm asking you. And she's like, well, I hear you. Well, he said he comes back and says, well, didn't didn't I ask you this the last time? And she said, yes, you did. She was like, and then he said, well, you need to you need to control your son. 
And she snapped back and said, man, who you think you talking to? My son don't got a key to your house. You need to control your daughter, Mr. Father of the Year. So this is, my point is, is that there is enough blame to go on both sides. A woman should not put herself in the position. But at the same time, where's the, where's the social responsibility of a man to not act as so-called men are supposed to act? It's almost like the cat call where the girl walks down the street and it's socially acceptable for a man to say derogatory things to her. I'm not trying to be all super holy and, and not act like I didn't have a past or I've done some things that wasn't cool, but I'm older now. And I could try to school these young cats like, bro, if, if she come over to create, like you almost got to get written permission. Like we have to start teaching our boys. I yes, these young ladies have to. I said because pay for the pussy, I've said daughter. that. I have to raise my daughter a certain way. And this just <laughs> came up recently. <laughs> my daughter is 10, but she has a pretty mature kind of body. And her butt is very big. And so a lot of times when I'm trying to find clothes for her to wear, she doesn't understand, but I'm always trying to cover her butt. And she doesn't get it. She thinks I'm being crazy or mean and she wants to wear what her friends are wearing, but she can't. And I don't know how to explain to a, you know, 10 year old girl, like men are fucking pervs and I got to protect you. Like she doesn't get that. She doesn't understand it. I don't even want her to understand that yet. You know she what I mean? She shouldn't have but to understand that at 10. Unfortunately. Unfortunately she, she shouldn't even have to fathom that in her head. But, but this is what I'm saying about how women have to live. We have to live this way in this and 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 not just today, y'all. This ain't new news. We've been living this way. This is our reality that I have to explain to a 10-year-old to cover your butt. And that's something I have to repeat to her. And not because I'm thinking she, I hope I'm not giving her some kind of phobia. I hope she don't think she's fat. I hope she don't think she's misshapen. I'm doing it to like keep her safe. Like she doesn't get it. But I just want to bring that to you guys' attention. Like it's rough out here for ladies. You when you mentioned catcalls, that's what made me think about it because it's very uncomfortable and very, you know, tiring to have to watch men look at my child and me having to look at them like, what the fuck you looking at? Like this is a reality though, y'all. Yeah, you're right, cat. You're right. But you know, cat, I said something about that a long time ago. About when young ladies present themselves in a certain fashion, you know, it should be that it shouldn't be that way, but you you can only control what you can't control. You know what I'm saying? They should dress modestly. Modest. And the modesty's out the window. I told my daughter she's eight. We're talking about a 10-year-old. So, the you know, we got a million ruffles and sequins. Like, she's not, you know, I can't help for her body to look more adult in the kid club. Oh, I understand exactly. Oh, no, no, you're, no, you're fine. I'm talking about the girl that shows her belly. Like, I just, like... Like my daughter tried to put on some crap. She's she's almost an adult, but I'm like, you. No man should see your belly. Your husband should see your belly. Now seeing a, a young girl's belly is common. Common. Yeah, it is. Everything is common now. It's I mean, like when the two. And, and women don't understand the excitement us men used to have when we used to be able to discover a woman. Now you see it all. 
You see it right. all, and you wonder right. why a lot of men just hit it and throw you away. I mean, we was throwing it, doing it in the, in, the, in the past, but now you know why, because we, shit, we done seen it all before we even got with you. Are men sexually destigmatized? Like, are you guys just, I'm not destigmatized, desensitized? Do you think you guys are just sex desensitized and like sex does not surprise you anymore? No, I think there's still some dudes that will, will do what they need to do. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. We, it's, we still want to see more. You you're not surprised anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's the stuff that used to, like, I remember just pink panties used to just, man, get excited over pink panties. Oh, man, she got pink panties on. Or she got Victoria's Secret panties on. But now, you go on Instagram, everybody got Victoria's Secret panties on. That's, that's a natural pose. And they Victoria's Secret panties. Like, that was a big deal to see a woman, a, a, a thong. Remember? To see a thong, like how... Now every you see a thong like it ain't nothing now. I mean, if you can imagine men in the 1600s seeing a woman's ankles, I bet they freaked out when they saw that too. So, you know, I think the times do change. Is this crazy? I'm actually more, I think I get more in that mindset, I don't even want to say the word, when a woman got clothes on. Like, I'm like, ooh. I wonder what's under that. <laughs> like, you know well, what I'm I mean, saying? That's the way it used to be. Yeah, but I'm saying now that you can see so much, it's almost like when a chick got a pantsuit on and a blazer and her little chest is popping, I'm like, man, you know, shorty look good, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. More so than if I seen her in a bikini, if that makes any sense. Is that weird? No, that not, not weird to me. All right, let's move. Those guys don't want everybody seeing what they're getting, if he can help it. Right, got, guys, want to, guys like to unwrap. Guys a like stripper. I could never date a chick that dressed sexy, like super, like don't knock it till you try it, brother. Who said that? And her breast is out and her butt is out. Like I could never be that guy. Don't knock it till you try it, brother. Who said that? All right, let's move <laughs> on. Uh around the cave. We're gonna do around the cave and zero to hundred. Had a long week. Need to get some stuff off your chest. Do it now. Let's go zero to a hundred real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick, nigga. Zero to one, nigga. Real quick. Just the thought I've been having, and it's not that big of a deal. I don't want everybody to jump on me, but I was reading just a random article about, like, you know, uh, this tribe in Africa and how they, like, were worshiping women. And a thought came to me. Are black men the original feminists? Have we come to this country and our men saw the way colonists were treating their women and were told to treat their women and our men treated us differently. Um, I don't know, it's just a thought that maybe we are emulating what we see versus what's naturally in us. And I think our black men are capable of a whole lot, but loving women, black women in particular, I think their young baby boys love their mama. Like I think you're naturally programmed to do it. And I think that somewhere along the line, society, if we go way back, maybe it was slavery, but someplace genetically, we get to a point where we forget what we're naturally taught to do from our ancestors. And I just think that violence towards women or black, just people in general degrading women is something that I don't think is natural for black men. And that's my round of cake. Nice. All right, what you got this read, dog? Good, bro. All right, Veli Vell. Uh, my round the cave is real quick. Not only did I get my not get my W twos, but uh, 
I'm missing overtime hours. Also, my check, uh, Courtney. I don't appreciate that shit. <laughs> what the hell I gotta do with what happens at the I'm, uh, I'm gonna take my 12th vacation of the year without my W-2s, bro. Oh, brother. That's all. And I want to give a shout out to uh, the NBA. Ahead of the game, as always. Free league pass for the opening week of the NBA. Ah. And if you know me, you know I love free. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Atta boy. Always ahead of the curve. All right. I know, Roland. Roland, you got something this week? Yeah. Okay, um, you go last. You go last. No, no, no. It's a good one. It's oh. good. It yeah, you, you used to like to go last. You used to like to go last. Okay. Let me go last? I mean, that's what you used to like to do. It's up to you. <laughs> well, I'm ready now. Go ahead. All right. So I want to give a shout out to a very small town poet um, named C. Williams. And there's this little thing called TED Talks. And more importantly, we have here in Erie, PA, we have our own uh, TED Talks. It's called TEDx Erie. And C. Williams did a uh, poem called To the National Football League, a breakup letter. And if you have time, please mosey over to my Instagram page, which is Please Report and look in my IG stories and find this video because this six minute poem about the NFL or his love for the NFL and um, chronicling all the way up to uh, current times and the gem in it is the Colin Kaepernick thing. And it's just one of the most powerful things I've seen. It should be, it's up there with the little Def Jam poetry. You know, when the people used to go on Def Jam do the poetry, like this cat is this cat is good, and he's very underappreciated in this city. And if you if you like football, if you uh, uh, if you like what Colin did and all of those emotions um, from both sides of those, you're loving for football and what they're doing to Colin and you know the national anthem, and all that. Take your time to listen to this because I think you'll be touched. What's his name again? C. Williams. C. C. Okay. Matter of fact, even if you don't want to check me out, go to YouTube and look up C. Williams' letter to the NFL or National Football League, a breakup letter. Dope, dope, dope. All right, my around the cave, zero to 100 is this. I want to say that um, uh, I was doing some research and thinking, and uh, Veli knows how we talk, that Roland has really brought out I don't know a higher level of thinking or just made us all crazy in this group but uh I was sitting back thinking 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 and I was like I look at Africa and I see all these men with and their hair they have hair they have hair that comes down to the shoulders actually the only bald people if you watch Wakanda or Black Panther were the women and I was like, why are so many black men bald? And then it came to me. There's Roland always talks about black business. And there's only one main black business that the white man can't touch at all. They, they have tried. They've made little digs and trying to come at it. But there's one business that's loyal to the black community. And that's the barbershops and the beauty salons. 
the white man can't take over that business. That's gonna always remain in the black community. So what did they do? They started putting stuff over here in America to make all these black men go bald so they have no reason to go to the barbershops anymore, once again ruining black jobs in the black community. That is my Around the Cave, <laughs> and Cleese Report. All in one. Negro, I thought I was crazy. <laughs> Things that bald niggas say. <laughs> oh my God, he just made a conspiracy up about bald niggas. I'm done. I'm done. White man catching all the flag. I'm starting to feel sorry for some of the white men now. Yeah, damn. Like I said, I don't know if we crazy or he just brought in a, a new level of thinking in this group. What'd you think, Belly? <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, I've been saying it. Motherfucking rolling, make everybody have conspiracy. <laughs> uh, the silliest shit, though. Something yeah, in the water. More crazy than what he already wore. <laughs> hey, I, I, I go to Walmart three times, four times a week. And since I met rolling, I'll be like, damn, I'm seeing lemon Oreos, vanilla Oreos, <laughs> strawberry shortcake Oreos, all the fucking chocolate Oreos. I was never thinking that shit before rolling ass came. I'm seeing a whole lot of black cars on the road, white cars. Yeah, it got me racist as hell for no reason and shit. Hey, I do got. I got a theory. I got a theory about the the baldness though. Yeah, I, I like that though. I I, I ain't even clowning you, man. That that was that was good. That's good. That's a reach, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is if you go to my page. There's a there's a video that's popping. I mean, it was a little while ago, but that thing, man, people in there mad as hell. There's a barbershop in Philly that's cutting black hair, but it's all Asian barbers. Mm. And I said, you mean to tell me them Negroes couldn't find, you mean to tell me in the whole city of Philly, there wasn't no, no black chairs open at all? Bad enough, they make the clippers, now they cutting the hair. <laughs> nah, man, now I do gotta jump in. Now maybe these niggas was tired of waiting 19 minutes for the nigga to <laughs> his wings. Yeah, you ain't lying. Maybe these niggas was tired of waiting on this nigga running to the car real quick. You ain't lying. Maybe they didn't want to spend 45 dollars on half a lineup and half an eyebrow. Like maybe them chinks was charging a little good price for you them, and they went for it. I don't understand why we hating on business. Our people can get a little outrageous. That's what people were saying too, Kat. Barbers be extra, extra. extra. They'll charge you $45 for a beer line and like with a butter knife. Like nigga, you ain't even got no real clippers. You ain't lying. You're not even using clippers. You ain't lying. And he doing it in from my basement. It's it's a straight razor, not a butter knife. Some people use butter butter knife. This is what I'm saying. If he was invested like in his business, he would have some great straight raises. But exactly. it's a lot of people with terrible equipment uh, coming in late. Uh, they're just giving bad customer service. So I, when, when there's a need for business, people jump in. And I'm surprised it's not, I'm surprised really, it's not a lot more because the only thing they ain't mastered is, you know, doing the hell. They doing the nails. I'm surprised. Cause I, man, I totally we get agree, out of control sometimes y'all. I totally. I support all. I support my beautician one hundred percent. I really, really do. And you know, like barbers, you can't go to nobody else. But for those people who don't have a a, a barber shop or beauty shop home, 
those homeless people, they need to find somebody. And they ain't known this nigga for 15 years, so they not finna pay 45 for a cut. Yeah, I totally agree, Cap. I totally agree, it's some bullshit. Hey, James Harden got an Asian barber. But CB, I mean, it's a lot to say. It's a far, far stretch to say that Americans uh, are losing their hair because of, you know, the, the the chemicals when we have to get towards literally like what we eat. Africans have a whole different diet. They're in the sun more. So it's like, it's, it's, it's regional real differences why you, you know, we may not have it. And one, honestly, is genetics as well. So you just don't b-ball. It's in your body to be bald too like you make it seem like you know there are and i'm not doubting that there are outside influences that definitely affect that but you kind of start with the basics we don't eat the same way we don't live the same way so of course well, our here, body is going to do different things well here's the thing about the baldness though real talk there's just as many bald white people you just don't know it because your broke ass can't afford to go get hair See, no, no, no. I agree the with white that. people go get here. I know, but that's what I'm trying to say. White men are known for going bald. If you look in Africa, black men ain't bald like that. Right. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I said, no, no, yeah, we missed our conspiracy, Cat. What he's saying is, is our genetics aren't built that way, and they're making us bald. Exactly. Right, and I'm saying, like, well, if you live, if you live the lifestyle of a typical African, I'm sure everything would change. Your heart rate would change. Your your skin tone would change. Right. So would I be able to have Would I be able to have more than one wife like them too? Well, I know one thing: you'll be able to catch a giraffe with your bare hands, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on to hey, 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 it's a whole other different stress level over there, bro. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah. Hey, CB, I was gonna say, uh, with that conspiracy, if a lot more black men start having ED. Losing their ways, <laughs> ain't no Nikes or Jordans or shit like that. Ain't no rims in stock. Then I know the white man got something to do with it. Ain't no more chicken wings. <laughs> well, that's all the shit that's killing us. Because I was about to say they really want to get us Newports. Newports would be twenty dollars a pack. Ain't no more herb. I know the white man got something. Got a problem? Need some advice? Send your questions and problems to Cat for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. All right, here we go. This is Cat's Corner. We got two of them this week. Uh, if you want to send it in, Inside the Cave Podcast at gmail.com. And like I told Cat earlier, this shit writes itself. Any dating tips? To, uh, first one is from uh, Anonymous. Any dating tips for a newly divorced man? Simply cat, a dating is crazy. I went over this chick crib. We played truth or dare. She wanted me to masturbate in front of her to little people porn. I did it. Didn't fuck either. Needless to say, we not talking now. Cat, any dating tips for this newly divorced <laughs> man? He's uh, having a lot of issues. He sounds like a great guy. A very, very great guy. Very great guy. Very great guy. We all. I'm a little uncomfortable because I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> what he really wanted me to know about that story that he shared. But any dating tips for any newly divorced man or woman is take your time and enjoy being single again. Get to know yourself better. You're not who you were when you got married. So take the time to, to figure out who you are and don't be in such a rush to uh, get with somebody because then you'll find yourself masturbating the midget part. Yeah, because it sounds like she played him. I'm like, what, like, what did she get out of that? Do you do you get, like, slide Yeah, and he, he uncomfortable because he did it. Like, 
he makes it seem like he left and needless to say we're not talking now like of course when you're not talking she don't want you no more you're kind of weird like you you're just a follower maybe i don't know i don't understand like what she could have said to get you to do this like yeah, you ever have you ever like asked a man to masturbate in front of you because i know men like to see girls play with themselves like you the women... i mean that that's not the part that trips me out <laughs> like that's not the part of the letter that's like um uh, salacious that's not the part that's crazy it's the part that she wanted him to do it and then he didn't even have sex with her like so this foreplay was really for nothing like like i don't get that whole situation it made me really uncomfortable yeah. is this a true story oh. made, joe made this shit up didn't he uh no roland it's a very true story i thought you saw this story it was sent to us <laughs> you where were you at tuesday when this was sent to us i might have got a little busy i, I didn't see this is ridiculous Man, <laughs> This, listen, let me let me explain something to you, man. This Careful, dude, we know this guy, Ruling. Careful. <laughs> listen, this is this dude's the biggest sucker. Oh, known the man. Listen, she knew she wasn't giving that Negro no coochie. <laughs> she knew that. Women are very very particular. Pretty much, she knows. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. You can actually date a female and kind of make <laughs> your way into some pussy because you got a nice game. She might not have really wanted to fuck you at first, but you, you oh. stuck or you hung around, you worked <laughs> on it, you know what I mean? But then she knew from the grip she wasn't giving this nigga no pussy. And Come on, she, bro. And she, and she made up the craziest thing in her head that she could come up with. <laughs> and this nigga would do it. And she was like, this nigga actually did it. <laughs> come on, bro. You don't and know what that like, man been through, like, bro. You might not know what that man been through, bro. Look, she did like this. She was like, mm, I got to get up early in the morning. <laughs> I'll see you later, honey. But thanks for that, though. Oh, man. Well, He's a clown. Whoever, if y'all know him, immediately <laughs> stop hanging with him. Immediately. Immediately stop oh, hanging with him. Damn. The views of Roland and the Cleese Report did not reflect the whole cast of the entire cast of the Inside yes, the Game. It you never, I'm talking about never, ever do anything <laughs> like that. Where were you, you at listen. Tuesday? <laughs> I'll put you this way. I'll put you this way. Watching me, midget porn? No, 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 no. No, Veli, Veli, let's take midget out of it. Let's take midget out of it, okay? <laughs> let's, let's say, let's say. That's a small piece of the story, Roland. <laughs> porn ain't even an issue. <laughs> even if she got naked, and ask them to do it. You you just something you don't do that early in the relationship. That's some stuff you you save for the intimacy of really being with a chick. You don't do that shit when you first meet no girl. All right, I think we're gonna move on. Cat, give you a last it's word. Intimacy and no uh, one of them flame in the flame, bro. Oh man, cat, give you a last word, then we'll move on to the next letter. Thanks a lot, bro. Um, any breakup hard. You gotta heal from it. I've never been married, so subsequently I've never been divorced and I don't know where my head would be at that time. But it definitely would not be trying to be freaky with a stranger. So I think it's important to remind guys that all pussy ain't good pussy. And every bitch that wanna give it to you ain't the bitch that's supposed to. Mm. So take your singleness seriously and be a little bit more discerning by getting to know yourself so you can actually meet somebody with sexual preferences 
that you can agree with. All right. And once again, we just want to go on record and say he's a great guy. That's all we want to say. All right. The second letter, uh, right, Veli? He's a great guy, right? He is an awesome guy. Okay. Some people go through stuff. They need to get something, you know, do stuff to get off their mind. Big dog. He's a great guy. Not, Big dog. not that. You don't Man, do I, that. Just, just choose wisely. He oh. just never. Okay. All right. Let me say, hold on, real quick. I'm just looking forward to this second sentence in this uh, next cat's corner. He, uh, he at her house. They played trooper dare. <laughs> <laughs> Masturbation was involved. Porn was involved. Little people was involved. Okay, all right, bro. But he no got, fashion was involved. He got no pussy. <laughs> and and he's and they're not talking like he's a sucker. Hey, hey CB. <laughs> Now that he say it like that, yeah, yeah, we, we he literally got nothing hey, out hey, of it. He literally got nothing out of it. Nothing out of it, right? Nut. He got nothing Nut. out of it. <laughs> hey, what oh, you say? Oh, oh. You know what's missing? What? Did he climax? <laughs> Did he actually get off? That's oh, that's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> How hey, do you dog, even share that story? Why he did, if he dog, did. dog, what you about to say? You don't do nothing else. Make sure you edit that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. This is a, uh, I teased this letter last week. We're going to get right into it now. Uh, the subject, how to avoid pregnant pussy. And once again, this stuff writes itself and ends up in inside the cave's lap. For Cat's Corner, anonymous. My new wife wants to have kids and I'm more than nervous for a number of reasons. Number one, I have a kid already, my <laughs> mother of my daughter, and I remember the process and I didn't enjoy it. And it's one of the reasons we're not together now. I didn't enjoy having sex with her while she was pregnant. Something about my kid inside her while I'm inside her threw me off, so I cheated on her. My other issue is I love her body because it's banging and I enjoy it, but she has a family history of fat women and I'm not ready for her to become a fat ass just yet. And I don't want to cheat on her. How do I avoid getting her pregnant even though she really wants children? All right, Kat, here you go. And I can tell by the look uh, on your face. <laughs> the short answer is get a vasectomy. That's the short answer. The short answer is get a vasectomy. The big answer is all pussy ain't good pussy and all pussy ain't for you. Why would you pick a woman who wants to have a child to marry if you knew you didn't like kids and pregnancy with the first one? That's what bothers. It's not that you don't want to have kids or you're worried and you, you know, it's not your, your superficial reasons for not making children and having a legacy and somebody to give a shit about you when you were 60. But you you choose women who you are obviously not communicating with. There are very many women out here who don't want children. And that is something you discuss prior to marriage, especially if your previous marriage end, ended with that in mind. So you want the easy answer? Get a vasectomy. You ain't got to worry about having no kids. Next time, don't marry a woman who wants children. All right. You guys got anything on this? No. God, I can't believe that you didn't bring up the fact that why didn't they discuss this before they got married? I don't. 
I don't even understand like how they got married. If he would have said to me in the dating process, like, yeah, I didn't find her very attractive or I didn't enjoy sex while she was pregnant. I mean, those would have been totally turn offs for me, but you know, uh, maybe she was, you know, thinking, oh, I could change him. Maybe she thought, you know, she had magic pussy, but again, you know, uh, that was pretty important to discuss, especially when, you know, now you judging her fat family, like, damn, like it ain't, it ain't they fault that you don't want kids. So don't look at her mama and be like, oh, that's how she's gonna be. You don't know how she's gonna be, how your child's gonna be. But if that's something that you're not willing to explore, why put yourself in that predicament? Yeah, why go down that road? I'm totally confused how you get married to a woman who stated she wanted kids now, years into the marriage, you saying, "Well, I don't want no kids." No, it's only been a couple years. That, that's just right. It's been a couple years. Like how they they talk about within them couple of years. I'm sure she dropped hints. I'm sure she said something, and he could have been very clear. Like, actually, no, I don't want children. But you know, I understand. You know, pussy make you make you stay in precarious situations. I get. It. But again, that was just poor choicing. And if he wants to keep himself safe, go get a vasectomy. It's super easy. They do it really quick and you'll be, you know, back blowing shots of nothing in no time. Like you'll be back to living your life. Back shots. Shooting blinks. All right. Mm, okay. Thought it was gonna get deeper than that. You guys got anything else? And we'll move, we'll look at how to find a word and we'll move on. Moving on. All right, cause pregnant pussy ain't for everybody. All right. Last segment. Because I will say that I think I enjoyed sex more when I was pregnant. I think that I felt more like beautiful or like mother nature when I was expecting. But so everybody has preferences. Um, But I think. And it stays juicier. You, I think so too. I think so too. I think that's what makes it a more enjoyable experience. And plus it's like. Like we made this marinating. belly, let's celebrate. I think it's like marinating. Well, what what if it ain't yours though? Because I've done that too. You yeah, has that. That's why I go. You, you know, you fucked a chick that was. You fucked a chick that was pregnant that wasn't your wasn't with your kid. Yeah, a couple and, times. And if it ain't yours, you can't get it pregnant again. That's the best. There's no one of y'all. I can't deal with. Hey, cat, I'm with you on that. I can't deal with that either. That's wrong. There's guilt. There's no guilt. And then see, and then another thing. Okay, let's take it back to the relationship. The relationship part, the reason why it's sexy is because if the man is really into his woman, you just you just can't like flip her around. You gotta be not gentle, but you gotta kind of she gotta be in the right position, whatever the baby's doing. And I'm talking about like, I ain't talking about she three months. I'm talking about she like six seven months like she got a big ass belly like you just can't do regular stuff yeah that's usually when i stopped i was like yeah maybe that's the type of thing no it's actually it's better for her to do it at that point because yeah i don't know what you guys are talking about because like especially when i heard like oh you'll go into labor quicker if you're you know active like that i was like oh hell yeah like then we're going full throttle like and it's heightened everything's heightened too everything's more sensitive that things pop but up. again like if you really like the person you made the baby with it's a really dope like confirmation of like whoa look what we made and uh again i was gonna mention too and maybe that could be like the final thing um if you know uh the vaginal construction your penis will never get near that baby 
the baby is held in the uterus, your penis is in the vagina. So if anybody is out there concerned about sex during pregnancy, um, you know, the baby is held in a totally different separate spot. And if anything, it may lull it to sleep because of the rocking motion. So, you know, uh, well, anyway. I had a buddy tell me, uh, I think, Veli, you know this guy. He said that he was fucking this chick so hard that the baby felt his dick. Now, that's what he told me. I don't know. I don't know how true this is. <laughs> you know what the baby felt. Yo, get your ass out of here. That's what he said. He said he was he was hitting it so hard and the baby was moving his dick out the way. That's what he told me. Now, I was that's young a, then. I don't know if that's it's... A, that's a KYSO right there. Uh, he told me. <laughs> he need to oh, kill himself and start over. He sure told me that. That's pedophilia. He told me that. And he, you believed it? I didn't know. I mean, hey, I was young. I ain't had it no... It sounds like you did, bro. You remember that shit. I did. I didn't, I didn't know. I don't know. I mean, all I can go by is what a man tell me. What, what, what he got a lot of me for? I mean, he, he told CB the baby gonna come out with a black eye. <laughs> you know what he felt. You know they used to say when the baby got a soft spot, that's where it come from. <laughs> hey, ladies, it's time for to tell the truth. Ladies, let's talk about it with Sly on Inside the Cave. Uh, no, no Sly this week, but Sly did send me a question for ladies tell the truth. Here's the scenario, ladies. You've been married 10 years, two plus children. You find out your husband is bisexual and or gay. What do you do? Do you stay, leave, why? Here's the next question. Ladies, tell the truth, facts. Millennial women are more open to dating bisexual men now. Would you consider dating a bisexual man? Why would you date a bisexual man? Like I said earlier, this shit writes itself. You think, like, people think that we make up Cat's Corners and all this kind of stuff. Look what our own host of the show just sent us for to tell the truth. Hey, man, did, did, um, did you see the question Willie D put out? Uh-uh. Oh, I missed it. Willie D said uh, he wants to know why black women will date a nerdy white guy mm. but won't date a nerdy black guy. Now we'll put that in the group. Give me that. I'm gonna put that in the group. That is a truth. That is a... I know why. Why? Because that's not black man swag. Dog, so you should have asked Cat that shit. That's a that's a, that's a thing black woman just really ain't going for. They're not going for a black man that's a square. When you when she switch over to the white side, that's what's expected. She actually is expecting him to be square. Matter of fact, if he got too much swag, she gonna say he trying to act black. So she ain't gonna respect it. So she'll get a square white dude before she get a square black dude. Uh, or financially too. I mean, that goes hand in hand, but I, I just, <clears throat> I don't like to really go there because there's some, cause they, they can't have it both ways. You can't say you don't want to date a black dude cause he broke. But then you say when a black man gets something, he go date a white woman. You can't have it both ways. There's some successful black men out there that date black women. Black women generally, I'm not saying all, generally are intimidated by successful black men because they want to be in charge. Yeah, they want to be in control. You ain't lying. They want to be in control. So she'll she'll date a joker, a, a lame dude, a dude that's sitting on the couch, and then she'll put his out, ass out every morning talking about, you can't stay here. Somebody got to get up and go to work, be real disrespectful, but then she'll let Jody come back and lay that pipe. Right. I don't <laughs> need to say that. Huh? 
Bitches ain't jocking. Yeah. And then, well, y'all, and y'all throwing it back with the clip with the movie clips tonight, boy. Then, then she'll, uh, um, then she'll say she don't need a man for nothing. It's time for the wrap up. Wait, wait what? What do we have? What's going on out there, people? It's your boy, uh, Belly Vale, St. Andrew, now known as Sean. Did CB, most important CB, did CB not introduce Mr. Wait What himself and Cave Crush? I repeat, did CB not introduce Mr. Wait What himself? And by the way, Cave Crush is popping. Oh shit! I forgot to introduce you at the beginning of the show. <laughs> well, well, if you did, I wouldn't have been able to use that way. What? Oh my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speak for yourself, cat on them W twos. I can't my even bad. get an intro. Damn, my bad. Did Roland compare the last sports host to Meet Munch and Monique from episode of Martin? <laughs> Wait, what? Is CB still referring to his love for pink panties as a young man? <laughs> Not the first time you said that, CB. Oh, man. Something about them pink panties, boy, growing up. With terms like Kitten Hills and Mosey Alone, was Roland born in the 1940s? <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to question this, CB. Oh, man. Ro- Dog, how old is, is that man? He's Benjamin Button. <laughs> oh, shit. That's why dog don't mind rolling being on. Right. Dog the baby. Have we all caught a case of the Rollins with all these conspiracies? Right. <laughs> Can't even play pool no more. Why the white ball got to hit the black ball in the end? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's always conspiracy. My oh, we got to use that clip, man. <laughs> Rolling, you ain't posted that clip on your page? Yeah, a long time ago. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. That's classic, really. Uh-huh. <laughs> I dropped that shit a long time ago. Hey, post it again. That's just All right. Again. I forgot about that. <laughs> the potency of black balls. <laughs> Conspiracy, my brother. Green represents the earth, the land, the grass, the fields. <laughs> Green hey, what Eddie Murphy say? That nigga getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga needs some. He was on that bike going far as hell on up in the gym. Oh. On that rowboat, that row bike. You <laughs> 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 ain't peep that fast he was going. <laughs> nigga burning chicken and shit. Hey, that hey, listen, listen. I smoke the listen when I'm cooking in my skillet. I smoke the house out. And I might be like, "You killing us up here?" I'd be like, "That's not, that's not smoke. That's a rover." <laughs> hey, I'm just glad he was in the penthouse. He was on the second, or third floor, first floor. That building would have caught fire. <laughs> oh man, that ain't smoke. That's a rover, nigga. Uh, Did a writer enter say he watched porn about a little man and used his little hand while Netflix and chilling? <laughs> well, he's a great guy, Bill. He's a great guy. Wait, what? Oh, he is a great guy, by the way. He's an awesome guy. He deserves every positive vibe coming his way, I told him. <laughs> he deserves nothing but the best. The best. You're right. Both of them. Uh, now, tell me if this makes sense. It just, it was funny to me when I read it. 
did the writer inner say, and I'm gonna say it slow, he has a baby by the mother of his daughter. <laughs> Duh. I repeat, he said he has a baby by the mother of his daughter. Wait, what? This shit writes itself, I tell you. <laughs> we can't make this shit up, people. Shit writes itself. You seem like a great guy, though. Yeah, he is a great guy. We all know him. Well, um, <laughs> that one just stood out, I man. I need some better friends. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. And yeah, relatives. well, hey, Netflix still babies of mothers of daughters and all this shit. With the absence of Capo, Brad, Kirk, Leroy, Sean, and Bugsy, did Cat read everybody's part during Last Night in Vegas? Cat, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get the W6s. <laughs> and most importantly, will CB edit Cat's employee feedback rant? Will CB what? No, cast feedback at the end when she was telling you how we should do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> will CB edit that or will it make the final show to make the show two hours and 13 minutes long? Great and point. that is the wrap up for this week's episode with your boy, St. Andrew. The wrap up with Felly Bell. Ain't no okay, like I said, we're going to Indie Central Radio. Uh, Next week, yeah, cat, I got you, cat. Next week, I said, and we'll have a special guest uh, coming up in a couple weeks. Man. We actually got two or three of them coming up, so make sure you stay tuned in to Inside the Table. We got some good guests coming up pretty soon. Lots of great guests coming up. All right, uh, shop and Big Dog, go ahead and get us out here. Like always, thank y'all for tuning in. we catch y'all last next week. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Tune in weekly to hear new episodes of Last Night in Vegas. Get the latest Cave Crush and Inside the Cave gear at CaveCrushShop.com. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crushes. And cave crushers. Inside the Cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. You did say you wanted to be in, right?